You are tuned in to Awaken Radio with Connie Chapman. To listen to more episodes, go to ConnieChapman.com or subscribe on iTunes. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Awaken Radio. It's so nice to be back here with you on the podcast, as always. I always love my conversations on here. Today on the podcast, I am doing something a little bit different, and I am sharing with you a recording from a recent training that I hosted called Become Magnetic. And this series had three trainings in it, and today you are getting access to the third training. And this training is all about clearing your inner blocks. And we're talking about clearing the blocks to receiving what you want, clearing the blocks to manifesting more of what you want, clearing the blocks around how you feel about yourself and the things that hold you back. And this might be things like fear, self-doubt, people-pleasing, worrying what other people think, self-judgment, feeling not good enough, feeling like a fraud feeling unworthy of what you want. It can be a whole host of things and we talk about them all in this training today. I offer you some really practical ways to work through your inner blocks. We talk a lot about your relationship with yourself and self-love and we also dive a little bit deeper into getting to the root cause of a lot of these blocks which actually comes from your childhood and working with your inner child. So it is a deep dive, this training. It's a powerful one and I'm excited to share it with you today. And I hosted this Become Magnetic training series in the lead up to the launch of my course Divine Femme. And I'm so excited to share with you that the doors are open to Divine Femme and they are open until Sunday 26th of September. So not much longer at all. And this program, Divine Femme, is my signature program for women that I created after working with and coaching women for the past decade. And this version of the course is a new, updated, rebranded, rebirthed version of the course with so many new additions. The last round of the course only had four hours of live time with me. And this version has over 22 hours and it also has a lot of additional bonus resources. So it is going to be a super potent and transformational journey. And the reason that I created Divine Femme is because after the past decade of coaching women, I have seen so many magnificent, beautiful, talented women not stepping into their full potential because they lack confidence, because they doubt themselves. They can't see their own brilliance and they believe and feel that they are unworthy. And I have seen incredible women who are high achievers and perfectionists get stuck in patterns of overworking and overgiving and overdoing, people pleasing, over relying on their masculine energy and running themselves into the ground in pursuit of what they want. And I have seen amazing women hesitating, holding back and shrinking away from what their true authentic self and their intuitive inner voice is telling them that they are ready for. And so I designed this step-by-step program to help you transform all of these limiting patterns that are blocking you and help you awaken more confidence, more personal power, more self-love and feel wholeness and worth from within. And so Divine Femme is a live and intimate transformational 11-week group program that will guide you out of feeling small and stuck and bring you into the embodiment of your divine feminine essence and power. This program is not just about connecting with your feminine energy, although that is part of it. This truly is a journey of stepping into your full potential as a woman. It is about becoming your authentic self, courageously releasing old programming, embodying your divine power and loving the amazing woman that you are. And you get to share the whole journey with a beautiful community of women. So my love, the doors are open. They're open for a limited time. You only have until Sunday, 26th of September to sign up. I am not sure when this program will run again live and whether it will have the same level of live support that it does now. It may not. This may be the only round where you get this much hands-on support and live time with me. So if you are interested and that is resonating with you, 
head to ConnieChapman.com slash Divine Femme or just simply scroll down into the show notes to get the link. If you have any questions at all about the program, please just email me, send me a DM. So like I said, there's only a limited time to join us. Head to ConnieChapman.com slash Divine Femme. If you want to secure your spot, I would absolutely love to support you through this journey. But in the meantime, let's dive on into this episode and I really hope you enjoy this training today. Okay, so today's training is about clearing your inner blocks and this is such an important part of us if you're wanting to, you know, manifest, magnetize, create what you want, step into your full potential as a woman. It's so important that we look at what are these things that sometimes block us and hold us back. What is it that's going on inside of us that feels like it's getting in the way of us having what we want and is impacting our capacity to call in and receive what we want? So, okay, let me let me ask you. Um, so when I'm talking about blocks, like I said, I'm talking about these things that feel like they hold us back and stop us having what we want. And I want you just to, off the top of your head, without even thinking too much about it, I want you just to, um, to type into the comments, what feels like it's blocking you right now? What feels like it's holding you back? An emotion, an, an, a limiting belief, a negative pattern. What currently, th- and just type it in and don't even think too much and type more than one thing. Just put anything into the chat box that you're like, this feels like it's currently holding me back. An emotion, a pattern, a feeling, a belief. Um, type it on in. Attachment to the story, self-conscious, self-belief, fear, getting caught in my head and in my masculine, resistance, fear, being in my head, scarcity, repeating the past, lack of clarity, but perhaps that's fear or resistance. Yes. Keep it coming. What else? Some type of doubt. Yep. Stepping into my power as a woman and creating prosperity. It's so interesting how we limit ourselves as women in that space. Feeling not good enough. Always thinking I must have more blocks. <laughs> and, and that's an interesting point because we can get caught in the inner work and we're all in different seasons and phases. And you may be in a phase where you're like, I've done a lot of work on my inner blocks and it's not even as much about that for me anymore. But you might be in a phase where you're like, I actually haven't really looked at these enough and I really need to. So we're all in different places. Uh, visibility, I relate to that one being good enough, worthy of being too much. Yep. Okay. Beautiful. We've got a real, I've got a really good idea of, of what's coming through for you, but if any more are coming through, keep typing them in. And the reason I wanted to include this as part of our training is because working on our inner blocks can sometimes be really challenging. It can be really hard to do at times. And a lot of us will avoid doing this work or we just won't know where to begin. Like, do you ever feel like with these types of blocks, I don't know where to begin. I don't know how to work through this. I don't know what to do with it. So it just kind of keeps being present with me. Victim mindset, sabotage, what other people will think of me. Feeling like I don't have anything good enough to offer. What if I get what I want? A whole other can of up-leveling worms. That one is actually a big one. We were talking about this the other day, my partner and I, about the identity shift that needs to happen when we up level and when we actually um, expand and become a new version of ourselves. So like I was saying, we can tend to not know what to do with our blocks and how to work through them. And sometimes we approach it from, or we do two of two things, one of two things when it comes from our, our blocks, when it comes to our blocks, we either just try to push through them. And this is when we find ourselves taking a lot of action, almost trying to take action over them but there's a misalignment. So this is when we get into the hustling and the working harder and the doing more. And it might be like, I want success in my business. I want to be visible. I want to make more money. So I'm going to take all that action. But underneath that, I feel feel unworthy. I feel not good enough. I wonder if what I'm sharing is actually valuable. And so we've got a complete misalignment in the action you're taking and the results you want to create and how you feel on an inner level. And so this is why we were talking in day one so much about we can't just take action over everything because you're still carrying that energy with you. 
And it's creating a misalignment between your inner world and the action you're trying to create and the outer world results you're trying to get. And then the other thing we sometimes do is we just avoid. We just avoid it. Now, for me, I, for many, many years, had a massive fear around being seen. Someone touched on visibility. Does anyone ever have that fear come up? Ten years ago, it was so paralyzing, it would have been impossible for me to do something like this. I'm not over-exaggerating. It would have been impossible for me to come up and speak live with all these people. I was so self-conscious. The minute the attention was on me, I would blush. I would go bright red and become so uncomfortable because I didn't want to be seen. So I just avoided anything that involved public speaking, being seen, putting myself out there. I would just avoid it. And it wasn't until I actually began to face it and work on it and realize it all came from my childhood and do the healing work on that, that I've been able to move past it. And I still experience resistance, but uh, I've built enough of the the belief in myself around this that I can step in. Yep, avoidance queen, queen avoider. I've got some avoiders going on here. Um, I feel like I have to change who I am in order to get what I want, even though some aspects of what I'm doing are not working anymore. Yeah, it's the inner, often it's the inner change. We talked about this on day one too. It's the energy. And so we have to sometimes... You know, if you find you are doing all the right things, we talked about this in day one, over and over and over and not getting the results, it's time to point the finger inward and have a look what's going on in here (laughs) because my world is just reflecting, my outer world is reflecting my inner world. Yeah, for me, it's the feeling of like, even if I'm visible, no one takes much notice. And that can be an inner child wound. That That was my pattern as well. As a kid, I was always trying to get the attention because my sister was sick and it felt like I was ignored. And so I felt like, well, no matter what I do, no one notices anyway, so might as well just shut down and hide and keep to myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so so when we, uh, so the avoidance means we just um, keep dancing around it and never being able to break through. And the trying to push forward when it's still there feels like it would feel like trying to drive a car with the handbrake on. It would feel like getting into a boat and wanting to go and have a day of sailing, but you've got the anchor down. And so there's this thing dragging behind you, holding you back. And that's what it can feel like. It can feel like my foot's on the accelerator. I'm trying to move forward, but the handbrake's on and I'm not going anywhere. So that can often be what this inner experience is like when walking through quicksand, when we've got these things going on inside of us that are holding us back from from what we actually really desire. And so the place we want to come to is, is this alignment. And alignment and magnetism comes from where your inner world and your action and your outer results are aligned. So what you think and feel and believe about yourself is then it uh, it flows into the inspired action you take and it aligns with the results you want to create. So if I want to grow my business, my work, make more money, I would want on an inner level to hold the belief I have incredible gifts to offer the world. I am really good at what I do. I'm so passionate about this work and I have so much to offer and how many people I want to help. I know my services are valuable. I know what I offer is valuable. Um, I love sharing my gifts with the world. And then I take action that puts my offer out there, puts my work out there, and that aligns me with the results I want. So we've got alignment, alignment, alignment. Okay. And so this is why I wanted to bring in this conversation around looking at your inner blocks, because like I said, a lot of us don't know what to do with them. And then we just avoid them or we just try to take action over them, but they still impact our results. So the only thing that stops us is us because you are capable of creating anything that you want. We live in a completely limitless universe. We live in a universe where anything is possible. And so the only thing that stops us is us and these limitations that we placed upon a place upon ourselves. It is our blocks that we are carrying. And these are things we've picked up throughout our life that we've come to believe about ourselves. And they're not actually the truth. This is what we need to realize. They're not actually the truth about us. They are learnt programming. They are learnt patterns of behavior. 
And there is this quote that I love from Marianne Williamson. And I shared it in the last round of Divine Femme because we were talking a lot about this. And this quote is, love is what we are born with and fear is what we learn here. Love is what we are born with. Fear is what we learn here. And so when we're moving through our life and and in terms of the, the way we're showing up and the way we're experiencing the world, we can either be operating from two different um, energies, love or fear, love or fear. We are either picking up a pair of glasses that have, let's say, a red tint on them, and these are, these are the fear glasses, and it means that the whole world is now coloured by this red, and it means that we are now seeing everything, the world and ourselves, through this lens of fear. And when I say fear, what do I mean? Fear is lack, limitation, scarcity, not enough, not enough abundance, not enough opportunity, I'm not enough, what's broken about me, what's wrong with me, what's flawed about me. We can either be seeing the world and experiencing the world through the lens of fear or we can take those glasses off, we can put on a new pair of glasses and maybe these have a beautiful golden shimmery lens And all of a sudden, we see the world differently when we are connected to love, when we return to our true essence, which is love, when we remember that we are love, we are whole, we are perfect, we are enough at our core. We've just picked up all these layers of programming that we need to let go of. And so we put on these new pair of glasses and all of a sudden we see the world differently. We see ourselves differently. We see a world of possibility, of opportunity, of abundance of why things can work, of why we are worthy, of everyone having what they want. No competition. There's enough for everyone. And suddenly we look at ourselves and we see what's incredible about us, what's beautiful about us, what's wonderful about us. Yeah? We can suddenly see our strengths, our gifts, our talents. We can suddenly see what is so lovable about us. And it's all these different perspectives that we look through. It is just if we are embodied in and living from the energy of fear, which has all these different qualities underneath it, or the energy of love. And so, so much of this journey is actually returning to the, the true essence of us, that is that, that we are whole, perfect and complete, that at our essence, our core, we are love. We don't have to get love. We don't have to earn love. We don't have to seek for love. We don't have to do more to be loved. All these fear-based programmings that we've learned, that we are not enough, that there's something wrong with us, that there's something broken, we realize that's just things we've learned and they're not the truth about us, which is why I love this, this quote, love is what we are born with and fear is what we learn here. Does this resonate? Does this land with you? Love over fear, someone says. And it sounds simplistic, but... What would be different if you took off those glasses with that red tint, that fear energy, where you see scarcity, lack, not enough, why you're unworthy, why you're not good enough? And what would be different if you put those glasses back on of the truth about you and you saw possibility, you saw why you are capable, you saw what was incredible about you? What would change? Your whole experience of life would change. And so... When you think about these blocks that you wrote in the list, let me ask you, are you seeing yourself and life in that moment through the perspective of fear or through the perspective of love? Which one? And if you began to look through the perspective of love, what would change? Tell me in the comments. If you began to be able to see yourself in the world through the perspective of love, of possibility, of belief, of worthiness, of wholeness, of completeness, of limitless possibility, of enough abundance for everyone, what would change? It's a big question to sit with. might be one you want to ponder a little bit. And so, like I said, it can be simplistic. And this is just a starting point. This is just one of the ways we can work through blocks, but this is one of the ways. Am I looking at myself in life through these lens, this lens of fear or love in this moment? And if I was to shift and look through love, what would change? 
I would trust the unknown more. Yeah, there's, we have access to this whole new set of belief systems about life, don't we? We have access to this whole new set of belief systems about ourselves when we simply change which energy we're embodying and connected to. And so I, I, I teach this when, when we come into um, Divine Femme, one of the first things I teach the women, and it's something I teach my one-on-one -on -one clients a lot as well. I often teach them, I want you to imagine your true essence is like this diamond inside of you, this perfect, whole, complete, this diamond essence. It is inside of you. It has always been inside of you. It is never left. It is the core of who you are, the truth of who you are. And the journey of life, all this is, is you peeling back all the layers that have got thrown on top of that, that have made you think that essence isn't there anymore, that have made you think love isn't there, that you're not love, that you're not perfect, whole and complete. You don't need to become anyone. You don't need to fix yourself. You don't need to change anything about you. You just need to let go of and unlearn these layers of programming that you've picked up about yourself that are not the truth. And in my work, I work so deeply with women on their relationship with themselves. The more I work with women, the more I realize this is the one biggest thing. And for whatever reason, it seems that a lot of men don't seem to, it's a generalization, but a lot of men don't seem to struggle with this in the same way that women do. In the same way that we doubt ourselves, we question ourselves, we criticize ourselves, we tear ourselves down, we put ridiculously high expectations and standards on ourselves. We make ourselves wrong constantly. Sometimes my boyfriend will say to me, you know, what's, you know, well, in the early days, he'd be like, what's the type of work you do with women? And I'd be like, I work on them with their relationship with themselves, with their mindset, their belief system, how they feel about themselves. And I'd share some of the things that women struggle with. And he'd look a little bit confused. He's like, oh, okay. He, he got it, but he couldn't directly relate to so much of what we encounter and not encounter in a victim way but what we navigate and feel and experience which is why I specialize now in working with women because I realize you know there's there's a lot of there's a lot of support we need in this healing so let me ask you if I was to ask you this question what is your relationship like with yourself what would you say and it's a question sometimes I ask my clients because we don't always think about the fact that we're in relationship with ourselves. So if I was to ask you, what's your relationship like with your partner? What's your relationship like with your mom? What's your relationship like with your sibling or your child? You could kind of tell me. And, it, and, and if I said to you, do you have a good relationship? You could explain to me why. You'd be like, yeah, you know, they're so supportive and understanding. They're always there for me when I need them. They love me unconditionally. They always say the right thing that I need to hear. They listen to me without judgment, whatever it is. So if we were to say, okay, what's my relationship like with myself? And do I feel like I get from myself what I need? Do I feel like this is a loving relationship? And what are the biggest challenges I'm having in this relationship at the moment? It's conditional. I hate to admit that, but it's conditional. My love, so many of us have conditional relationships with ourselves. We experience conditional love with ourselves. It's incredibly common. Bittersweet, mixed at times, brilliant and other times not so much. Yeah, often we're like this. It can be a bit up and down, can't it? So what's the biggest challenge you're having in your relationship with yourself right now? Is it believing in yourself, accepting yourself? Is it your body? your appearance, your confidence, your self-talk? What is it? What are some of the biggest challenges you're having in your relationship with yourself at the moment? And this is why I was talking to you yesterday about the wounded feminine, because this isn't necessarily all wounded feminine, but this is really how I began to see when I, I saw this pattern in myself and working with women of this expression of this energy that so many of us have that isn't just something that comes out of nowhere. It comes from programming. It comes from things we picked up about ourselves as children, that we are still believing, that we're still carrying. And we're carrying them as truth. So often when I work with women, they defend these beliefs. Oh, no, but this is the truth about me. There is something wrong with me, Connie. I, I am not good enough. I mean, I know this to be true. <laughs> 
we become very attached to these beliefs about ourselves. The only reason you think they're true is because they're familiar. The only reason you think they're true is because they're familiar. Because you've been thinking them long enough that you've believed them. But they're not the truth about you. And so it's just an unlearning process, an unlearning of all these things that we picked up. And so, like I said, it's we only believe these things to be true because they're familiar. And while building a new belief, initially you might be like, I don't believe that. I don't believe that about me. It's only because it's new. And over time through practicing it, it becomes more and more familiar and it becomes your new truth. It becomes what you believe about yourself. You build evidence to support that belief the more that you think it. So the biggest thing that the feminine wants, the biggest thing the feminine craves, and the biggest thing as women and every human on the planet, the biggest thing we want is love. We all want love. Pretty much everything we do in our life is for love. To get love, to be loved, to feel enough, to belong, to be accepted, to be approved of, to be validated, yeah, to be praised, without even realizing that is such a driving force for so many of us. And the very thing that we need the most from ourselves is love. We need unconditional love. For you to truly rise into your divine feminine, for you to truly become magnetic, loving yourself, that is the foundation. When we're not loving ourselves and we're disconnected from that, it's wounded feminine energy. It's I'm not enough. I'm not lovable. Let me go and get something outside of myself to help me feel that I am. Please, can you show me that I'm lovable? Please, can you show me that I'm enough? But I don't yet feel it within myself, but please, can you show me? (laughs) Yeah. So this relationship with ourself, yeah. And like I was saying to you before, when you think about what makes a good relationship with someone else, what makes a good relationship with you? What would that look like for you to have a really good relationship with yourself? This is all based on things like how do you speak to yourself? How do you treat yourself? What do you believe about yourself? How do you show love and care for yourself? Do you prioritize yourself or ignore yourself? Do you meet your own needs or do you ignore them? What do you need more of in this relationship and what would having a good relationship with yourself mean? Now, here's the thing with self-love. This does not mean you're like head over heels in love with yourself and you think you're the best thing ever and you're always high vibe and positive. No, I think I said to you yesterday or the day before, um, it's that we love ourselves through things. So true self-love is like, I'm going to have bad days. I'm going to have days when my inner critic comes up. I'm going to have days when I doubt myself, but I bring love to that. I don't just throw more judgment on top of it. I don't then say, look, look at you doing this again. Here you are again. You're such a failure. And then feel shame. I bring love to that. If I'm feeling emotional, if I'm feeling tender, if I, if I, um, I'm noticing my inner wounds come up. If I notice I've been binge eating all day, procrastinating all day, I bring love to that. Sweetheart, what's going on? What can I do to help you? What do you need? You're feeling, you're feeling down, you're feeling flat. All right, well, how can I support you with that? This is the way we relate to ourselves, the way we would a best friend, right? So I remember hearing this from a teacher years ago and it landed so deeply for me. That the body, like our body and our nervous system will reject and push away things that feel unfamiliar and will label them as unsafe. So if you've spent many, many, many years of your life not feeling love within you, feeling unworthy, feeling not good enough, feeling, um, experiencing judgment, criticism, tearing yourself down, and then someone comes into your life who wants to love you and love you in a really healthy way, good, solid, healthy love. Even though that love is beautiful and it's what you want, your body and your nervous system 
may actually close off to it and feel unsafe and uncomfortable around it because it's so unfamiliar to have that type of love be experienced because you're so used to experiencing the opposite. This happens with money. If we are so used to operating in an energy of scarcity, um, lack, struggle, and all of a sudden a big amount of money comes into our life, we probably won't be able to receive it or we're going to try to get rid of it as quickly as possible. It's unsafe to our nervous system. Unfamiliar, unfamiliar. What is all this goodness? I'm not used to feeling this. Get rid of it, (laughs) even though it's what we want. And so the way we become magnetic to what we want and we're fully able to receive it is this is why this inner work and relationship with self is so important. We we get clear on how do I want to feel, what do I want to receive more of, and how can I begin to fill that up within myself? How can I begin to feel that within me now, that abundance, that love? So that when it comes in, I'm like, of course, of course I deserve that. Of course I can receive that. That's familiar to me. I'm used to that type of love. I'm used to that level of abundance. I'm used to that level of support. So it feels safe and our body can open. Yeah, someone's like, this is where sabotage happens. Exactly right. Exactly right. Yep. Exactly right. So let's look for a moment at something you desire. And I'm going to move on after this to give you a few um, practical ways that you can be working through blocks. And then we're going to look a little bit at the inner child because this is so much of where it comes from. Yeah, feeling the feelings of what you want to feel and feeling the feelings of what you want to receive. Feeling the feelings of what you want to receive. When I was calling in um, a relationship, I used to imagine sitting with this masculine energy, this man that I wanted. And this is a really good thing to do with your desires, actually. And I was sort of going to do it with you, but I'm jumping ahead now. So I would imagine him in my mind's eye sitting with me, sitting opposite me, looking at me. And I'd feel his presence and I'd feel his energy. And he would feel very different to any other guy I dated because I had spent many, many years calling in the unavailable ones. So I'd feel his presence. I'd feel his his devotion. I'd feel his commitment. I'd feel his presence and his eyes on me. And I noticed what happens in my body in the presence of him. And for a long time, I would feel uncomfortable. I would notice myself want to close. I would notice myself want to pull away, look away. And that was an indication of where I was still out of alignment with him. Because I could see coming up inside of me was still some unworthiness, was still some, I don't really want to be seen by a powerful man, was I'm scared of commitment. I was scared of commitment. I was scared of intimacy. So I worked with the energy of receiving it in my meditations first to become familiar with it to become familiar with the feeling of his presence. You can do it, work with the energy of money, work with the energy of success, work with whatever. Imagine what you want and feel into it so it starts to become familiar and you begin to feel the energy in your body of it. Oh, this is what it would feel like. And then you notice the different things that come up and you do your work around that. But the more you sit with it, the more it feels familiar. And the more you notice your body soften and open and say, I could receive that. Yep, I'm worthy of that. That feels good. I feel ready for that. So that's a really good practice to do is to um, sit with it and work with the energy so your body becomes used to it. Yeah, reminds good suggestion, Connie, reminds me of somatic work that I've done. Yeah, beautiful. Everyone's saying so good. Awesome. So I want you to think about what's one thing you currently desire. What is a desire you hold? And if you want to share it with us in the comments, go for it. Is it money, business success, to set up your own business, to leave your day job, to call in a relationship? Is it about how you want to feel? Is it you want to move house? Is it, what is it? What's something you currently really desire? And so let's do this for a moment. Let's imagine you're bringing in the energy of your desire. And so if you've been writing things about how you want to feel, imagine that version of yourself sitting there. 
or imagine the relationship or imagine the business. Imagine it's in front of you. And right now in this moment, you might feel really, really good about it. But I also want you to notice if there's any blocks coming up around it, any contraction in your body, any doubt in your mind, anything like, yeah, but I've been wanting that for so long and it hasn't happened yet. Well, how's that going to happen? Or I don't even know how to get there. Or I don't know if I'm worthy of that. Notice what comes up around it. Okay, let me ask you, if you were to continue looking at that desire and you were to shift into this energy of love, putting on these beautiful glasses that allowed you to see everything through that golden energy of love, if you can imagine bringing that energy back in again, what changes? If you were looking through the lens of you being worthy, complete, whole, deserving, if you were looking at through the universe through the eyes of love, how does it change as you look at your desire? It changes everything when I connect with love. What changes? Oh, someone's saying it feels two steps away like it could happen tomorrow. That is a sign of alignment. That is good. Um, there's also a compassionate, as I'm aware, I'm in a triggered state at the moment. Mm. Someone was saying before, when I notice what I want, I feel my shoulders rounding to protect my heart. That can happen a lot. Beautiful. So when you call in love, you feel straighter, more open-hearted. You sit up straighter. It feels lighter. It feels closer. Yeah, and that's a good way to work with it as well. Call, like bring it in when you work with it. I feel more open. I feel like it's what I'm meant to do. It reminds me of this beautiful quote, um, I'm not afraid I was born to do this. How good is that? How solid is that? I'm not afraid I was born to do this. Feeling like I have the power to let it happen, like the pressure is off. I can just relax and enjoy the process. Mm. And what would you need to be believing about yourself? What, when you're in this state now, what are the new beliefs you have about yourself? What are the beliefs that bring you into alignment with what you want? This person that has it, what, are, what is she believing? How does she, what does she think about, believe about life in the world? Feels like I don't have to effort. See, even that simple little energy shift around your desires completely changes uh, your frequency, completely changes your magnetism to what you want. Like anything's possible. Beautiful. Beautiful. I'm living my sole purpose. Okay, so I want to give you a few uh, ways that I find useful for working through blocks, and then we're going to get into the inner child. I'm just trying to keep an eye on the time. All right, so I was just giving you that beautiful practice around shifting into love. And so we can really work with our blocks on an awareness-based level. And this can help us create shifts. It doesn't necessarily heal the root cause, but it can really help us create shifts. So through bringing in awareness and then catching our old ways of thinking and consciously choosing new ways of thinking, consciously choosing to align with love, consciously noticing when you're, when you're criticizing yourself and instead stopping that and being like, no, you know what? I'm sorry. I love you. I love you. And I'm learning to love you more every day. So we work on the consciousness level through awareness. And I, I use this practice that I, I give to people, catch, witness, choose again. Catch that thought, that negative thought system, that belief. Witness it. Oof, what's going on here? Oh, I'm judging and criticizing myself. I'm telling myself I'm unworthy. Choose again. Come back to love. Okay, what would be a more loving way of thinking about myself in this situation? So journaling can be really good for that. Affirmations can be good on that level. It's kind of a high level. It's more of a superficial level, but it can still create a lot of shifts and can shift your energy really quickly and can shift you out of a negative pattern really quickly. Another way is to, and this sort of, uh, I know I was saying before, not necessarily taking action over your block, but sometimes stepping through the block does work. And I've noticed this can be helpful with resistance. So for me, for example, every time I go live on Instagram, I have massive resistance. I still have all my stuff around being seen come up. 
But the work for me in those types of situations is to feel the fear and I do it anyway. I step in anyway and I build the belief along the way. I build the confidence along the way. So that's that's another one. That's if you're feeling resistance. You know you're capable of it, but you're just feeling a little bit hesitant. Sometimes just stepping through, stepping in is what we need to do. And we're not trying to ignore what's present, but if it's more that just that nervousness, that resistance, that procrastination, actually just stepping in allows you to break through the block. Does that make sense? Another way is through feeling. And I work a lot with women on clearing blocks through the body. This is a deeper layer down. And this means, okay, if I am sitting with my desire and there's fear coming up, Okay, let's go into the body. Let's feel it. Let's face that fear. Let's let work through it on a tangible, visceral level. Let's put on some music and dance through that fear. Let's cry through the emotion coming up. Let's take myself on a big walk and help circulate that energy. We actually work through it on a body-based level. And that requires you to feel and be present to where the block is in your body. Like if I was working with the woman before who said, had the tightness in my throat. If we were in a coaching session, I would say to you, okay, let's go in. Come in, bring all your awareness to that area. Describe it to me. Is it heavy, light? Is it tight, expanded? Is it moving? Is it still? What color is it? What's the emotion in there? We would unpack that whole sensation in her body and we'd probably unlock some emotion and unlock even maybe a memory, unlock a belief system. So this because this is where as women it's really powerful for us to use movement to work through our blocks and to and to use our emotion to feel and honor our emotion to process and move through what's rising in our bodies. The fourth one, which I've already talked on, talked touched on, is when we are working on the level of our relationship with ourselves. And we really begin to look at okay, where is this related to how I feel about myself? way that I'm speaking to myself, what I believe about myself and how can I begin to build more self-love into my life so that now my belief systems, my self-talk, how I feel about myself are more based on love. Where do I need to unlearn some of these fear-based programming, fear-based patterns about myself and begin to treat myself with more love, speak to myself with more love? Um, do more loving things for myself, be more kind, more accepting, less judgmental. Yeah. Is this landing? And then the fifth level, these are just my levels. I'm sure there's other things as well, but these are the levels I work with people on. The fifth level is the deep healing, the inner child, and where we get down to the root cause of where this all comes from. And we're going to wrap up talking about that. So I'm going to go into more about the inner child tomorrow in our big masterclass. I'm going to talk much more with you about really how do we pick up all this programming about ourselves, all these layers of programming, why this happens, um, because this is really, really where it comes from. Uh, But let's talk just a little bit about it today. And then I'm going to finish up with a little inner child connection exercise with you today. So... If you were to look at a lot of the limiting beliefs and and negative feelings you carry about yourself as a woman now, and if you were to look at a lot of the patterns of your wounded feminine, there's a high chance you could tie a lot of it back to things from your childhood. Not all of it, because we do pick up things through teenage years, even through different experiences in our life, but a lot of it is being formed in those very, very early years. And I've I've uncovered this a lot through hours and hours and hours of coaching women. When we would begin talking about a surface level and they'd be like, oh, you know, I always feel guilty or I'm always criticizing myself. I can't put myself first or I just don't feel worthy of love. When you really peel it down, it comes from this little inner child that she is still carrying belief systems about herself that she picked up as a very little girl that are installed in as her programming that she believes are true and actually are happening on a deep subconscious level so we don't even really know but are completely impacting how we feel about ourselves and how we show up in our lives. 
So the way that I began working with this is we actually need to revisit the inner child. This does not mean we wallow in the past. This does not mean we spend years of our life in therapy. It means that we begin to work with this part of ourselves from a very loving, compassionate perspective. And we work with her by reconnecting with her. And I can't tell you how many times I've taken a woman through an experience of bringing to mind her inner child, reconnecting with that little version of herself and realizing that little girl is scared. That little girl is is sad. That little girl is feeling abandoned, ignored, alone. And without even realizing those emotions and those deep fundamental fears are still in there and still affecting her now. And so we're, you know, as kids, we are picking up so much information from the world around us. And because we are very self-centered and self-focused as children, just based on the level of consciousness that we're at, we make everything mean something about us. So we're constantly creating meanings and we're very often creating negative and, and limiting meanings about ourselves. I don't want to jump too much into it because I'm going to talk about that tomorrow. And we can have done a lot of inner child work, but there's still always new realizations coming in. I have done so much inner child work and I still continue sometimes to discover more and more layers got a mix we've got a lot of twos we've got some ones in here a lot of twos yeah thanks for sharing there can always be more to discover and like I said this does not mean you wallow in the past it just means you have an awareness and then you reconnect with your inner child and we're going to take you through you uh, through doing that right now where you know, this actually happened to me the other day, and this happens whenever we up-level our lives, we expand our lives, we try to go to a new level, we try to go to our next income level, we try to call in our next level of love, our next level of visibility. And I was doing something the other day, and I was talking to my boyfriend about some stuff that was coming up, and he's like, you've just got a scared little girl inside of you right now. You've just got a scared little girl inside of you. And when you hear that, you go, oh, I just have so much compassion for that part of me now. It's not that there's anything wrong with me. It's not that I'm a failure. I'm a, a fuck up. It's not that I'm doing anything wrong. There's a little part of me that's scared. So let me go and support her. Let me go and take care of her the way I would a little child in my life who came to me and said, mommy, I'm scared. Okay, honey, come sit on my lap. Let's talk. What's going on? That's how we work with her on an ongoing basis. You don't just do inner child work once and it's done. You're going to have an ongoing relationship with her. Ongoing. That's how we create the deepest healing. Beautiful. Aha moments coming in. Okay. I'm mindful of the time. So I'm going to play a little bit of music. I'm going to play the, the song I played the other day by Beautiful Chorus. It is such a gorgeous song. Uh, Faith's Hymn by Beautiful Chorus. I absolutely love it. It's a really nice one to meditate to and do healing work to. I'm going to play that and I want you to bring to mind an image of your inner child. Someone's saying, I love this so much. I'm so glad. 1.5. <laughs> now, someone's saying here there's so much more to do. And it this isn't as much like work we have to do. It's just part of how we love ourselves and have a beautiful relationship with ourselves. We just learn how to help and support ourselves through the different things that arise in different moments. Like I, I feel like I'm about to move through an up level at the moment. So I'm like, okay, little girl, come sit on my lap, honey. How are you? Are you okay? Let's talk. What do you need? What are you feeling? Okay, so I'm going to play a song. Before I do, begin to bring to mind an image of yourself, maybe around four or five or whatever age you're appearing. It can be a little bit older. It can be a little bit younger. But I just want you to start to remember and connect with what you look like at that age. Yeah? Start to bring that to mind. I hope my computer will properly pick up on, my mic will pick up on this music, but we'll go ahead anyway. Okay, just closing down your eyes. What did you feel? What did you notice? What did she most need to hear? Was there one key thing that when you said it to her, it really landed? 
and one belief system that she would need to have because whatever she most needs is what you most need. Whatever she most needs is what you most need. What you need to hear, what you need to know, what you need to receive, yeah? And so I sometimes sit with my inner child and I'm like, okay, honey, do a performance for me. And I sit there and I watch her and I hold space and she gets to sing and dance and show me how amazing she is and I cheer for her and I give her what she was craving. We can give that to ourselves now. We can't go back and change the past, but we heal by giving that to ourselves now, the things that we craved, that we crave. This, this I've moved through this now, these types of processes hundreds of hours with women and I've really begun to refine and nail how we do this type of work. What we did today was just a snippet of it. So this is one part of it. What I tend to do if we really want to do the deeper healing is we actually go back to some key fundamental experiences that that child had, that you had as a child. We really look at what did I make this mean? What belief system did I create? How did this shape me? We do some healing work around mom and dad. Um, and when I've worked with the women in Divine Femme, because day uh, module one of Divine Femme is all inner child work. We spend the whole module on that. And what I really want to help the women to do, and it's such the foundation piece of this work, is understand, make the connection. Why all the things that are happening in my life now, all the blocks, all the reasons I am the way I am, let me understand where that came from. Let me go back and unlock that root core belief about me. Eliminate it by completely changing the meaning I created about it as a child. So there are deeper levels to this that create even longer, more in-depth healing. And we're not trying to heal or fix. We are, um, this, this is just continuing this relationship with ourselves and being the most loving, devoted, supportive um, version, like people that we can be for ourselves, Yeah it's this ongoing journey that we're in just like any relationship that you're in you continue to nurture it don't you and if you do feel you want to dive deeper there will be an opportunity as of tomorrow to learn more about divine femme find out more about what that program involves see if it's a right step for you if you want to go a little bit deeper well actually a lot deeper <laughs> we go a lot deeper um, but you actually will be mentored by me through this whole process of the inner child and the relationship with yourself and all the healing work um, which I, I use the word healing, but it's never that you're broken. It's all just about your liberation. My intention is just to liberate women from the programming they've picked up that makes them think they're not whole, worthy and powerful already. All right. Thank you, loves. I'll see you in the Facebook group. Lots of love. Have a beautiful, beautiful day. And I will see you tomorrow. Keep an eye out for the Zoom link in your email and in Facebook. Bye.